0: Hello and welcome to When Worldviews Collide, a radio series led by Pastor Barbara Holmes-Brackett on the differences between Christian and socialistic worldview. How are you doing today, Barbara? I'm well. How about you? I'm doing well, and today we are starting a new segment on sociology. What is sociology, Barbara? Sociology is the study of social behavior. Pretty good.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And it asks the question, what makes a healthy society? So what is a society? A society is a group of people who uh, interact
0: somehow, either frequently or infrequently. Okay. Yep. So like a collection of people. Yes. Yes, exactly. All right. So then uh, what is it that makes a healthy society then versus an unhealthy society? A healthy society
1: is going to come about if we obey the word of God. God is very clear. There are rules that he has for establishing a society because he wants his worldview to be the dominant one and his kingdom to be represented on the earth by the children and the people that he created. So he he has all of what we need in the word of God in order to create a very healthy, prosperous
0: society. And being in a society is a godly principle, right? That's one of the first things that he said in the bible is that it's not good for man to be by himself
1: yes after searching all the species for a helpmate for adam there was none that would be a good one for him so therefore he created woman out of man which is woman what woman means is being created out of man and the bible tells us that a rib was taken from him and with that god created a woman and they came together to start a
0: society. Mm. And that's where all societies have come from. They've come from just those two people. Yes. So, Imagine that. All of
1: the, there are literally billions of people on the earth with various different societies on the earth. And it all came from two people.
0: <laughs> so humans are social creatures by default. And I don't think that anyone is really going to question that. We've seen that part of leading a healthy and productive lifestyle is interacting with other people. And we've kind of seen that since the coronavirus thing has made so many people to stay home and to not have that interaction. How do you think that's kind of helped people versus not helped people?
1: I think I think it's been a huge detriment to to society building and and in direct violation of the word of God. We are not meant to be by ourselves. We mm. we we don't we we are not an island unto ourselves. We cannot be alone and be happy and healthy in in, in God's in God's way and God's definition of that. the The fact is that he did say, "Man, it's not good that man is alone, mm. and we need each other for various reasons." Right, and we need to have interaction with one another because we, because we become unhealthy. One thing I've noticed that after, after this virus is that mental health issues are on some kind of explosive Mm -hmm. increase where even children, even children, you have to watch out that they might be about to try to commit suicide because they are so, they are so isolated, isolated and fearful Mm -hmm. of being isolated. Mm. Which is so like paradoxical. it's (laughs) It's not good to not see people's faces either. Right. It's that we read each other by looking at each other. Mm. And so when we can't see each other's face, a baby learns much about the world by looking at the face of the mother and the father and the siblings as they develop. How How many little babies in the last couple of years have not
0: had that? Right. It's literally a developmental issue. Right. And so there's kind of been talk especially in obviously the socialistic communities um that societies as we know them uh kind of take precedence over the people within it and by that i mean that the people reflect the society that they're in rather than the society reflecting the people do you want to talk about that a bit i sure do
1: because because that's so wrong it's like people build a society and create it Mm. and you can see that if you go to various to various nations or various continents Mm. i've been to other continents and and in one of them i lived there and was able to see the society that was that was created in that nation and if you travel the united states you go to different areas and there is a different type of society in various areas there are very rural areas which which have not as many people oh. in residence. And the people will will actually create ways and means and and needs to come together. Mm. A barn raising, for instance. Right. Everybody comes. The men, women, and the children. And the <laughs> men and the women, and maybe sometimes the children, help with the physical building of the barn the women are making are making all the food and Mm. and maybe there's a dance afterwards or some kind of social gathering and that's that's how they come together and build a community and what you find even when they don't come together often Mm -hmm. if there is a crisis in one of those families as soon as they get the word out everybody comes to help Mm. If, if there's a crisis and in the in the inner city now, with the erosion of the culture of needing one another, you find, and we have heard on the news, there literally people will walk by when somebody is being beat up. It, there was an incidence on the news that an elderly woman was being beat up and people walked around mm. without, without trying to help her. Mm. That, that's an indication that there is a very serious problem with the society socialism has created Mm. yes we are our brother's keeper if I see you in crisis my my response the biblical response is to help you right what can I do to help you is is something that love says right and our our stance biblically is one of love
0: and as we notice too um because societies reflect the people who make them and the people who are within them Um, I think it's also safe to say that they attract people um, with the mindset that that society society projects. So if you are an individualist and you are really focusing on advancing your own career and providing for yourself so you have the best things, you are probably going to be more attracted to city life because it's so much less concerned with the communal aspect and just advancing your own well-being and your own welfare. Which, which
1: tends to be not healthy. Right. Even in, that, even in that setting, because we literally, like it or not, need each other. We absolutely need
0: each other. And I say that as someone who's lived in uh, like a capital city my entire life, it's very different coming over here where people, you know, just the simple act of smiling and waving at one another from inside of a car is like an entirely foreign concept to me from the inner city <laughs> because you know people look at you funny and potentially come on to you if you are friendly in the city um so then i guess the next question would be that there's a biblical paradigm that we've spoken about briefly before that god has established in the bible a kind of three-pronged or three-faceted uh power structure that keeps a society healthy do you want to briefly talk about what those are Yes, the three
1: structures are the family, the church, and the state. So what's the state responsible for? If the state is only responsible for a very, very small number of things, keeping us safe. Mm. So it's very small because it's really only one. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it it keeps us safe from from those who try to, to intrude from the outside. And you think of a nation where the borders the borders as far as a biblical culture are concerned are to keep those with malintent toward the residents of that state or nation out mm. without vetting them. We see that in the Bible. A walled, a walled city was a city who was that was safe mm-hmm. and well taken care of. There were watchmen on the walls and they would make sure that those coming toward the city that was walled, what what their intent was. Were they a foe or were they a friend? Mm. Oh, that we had watchmen on the wall now. Mm -hmm. And even in the spirit realm, the watchmen kind of have backed off a little bit from their their jobs, but now the watchmen are saying, no, I'm going to watch out for this jurisdiction in the spirit realm,
0: Mm. as
1: I should have been all along. And they would warn those who were coming toward them, that there were that there were
0: incidences that there there was a possible foe coming toward them mm. and so now we we see too that um with the rise of the socialistic mindset in america the state has acquired a lot of other responsibilities other than simply protection that belong to the family and the church like what is the church responsible for that the state's taken over
1: the church is is responsible for, for for a lot of things in, in bringing families together to first of all, worship God, Mm -hmm. come together, worship God is from, from there comes our power from, from coming together healthy, Mm -hmm. from coming together to worship God. It's the interaction between God and us is going to happen, is going to be taught and happen there. We need to learn about what the Bible says. We need to know what the Bible says about building a society Mm. And that's where we learn that, right? And then the parents come home and then teach the children the same thing at the level that they can, and that also happens at the church level. There, there, um, there are things that that the church can do. It needs to train people up to do what it, they're called to do in the society, mm. and that's that's an important aspect. What is mm. what is okay and what isn't? Mm. That's taught. In the home and in the family, and, and then in the, in the church,
0: and then the family is the last part, which we're going to talk about more in depth next week. But just briefly, what is the family responsible for? The
1: family is to love and raise up and protect children. It becomes it becomes a union. Husband and wife come together. They have children. Most of the nurturing and most of the training is actually the responsibility of the family. Mm. We sometimes have have churches that will have schools because they will take the biblical principles of education and raising children. And, and sometimes families will let that, the church then raise their, educate their children. Mm. But actually the Bible says, train up your children, Mm. you train them up. And that happened for years and decades and actually centuries all over the world where people got their education at home.
0: Mm.
1: right so that's that's an important aspect but the nurturing is huge absolutely huge
0: and so next week uh, as we come to the close here we're actually going to dedicate a whole segment to each one of these three pillars starting next week with the family the building block of the society so if you're interested you can tune into next week's segment same time and same place and we look forward to hearing from you have a wonderful blessed week bye-bye bye now